Hello and welcome to episode 22 of First Geek 411. With me, as always, is my co-host, the Filipino Fez, Chris Nicolay. How are you doing, Chris? Hi. I'm doing good. Doing good. It's nice to see you, as always. And joining us so you guys for know. her um, <laughs> full podcast um, reveal, the Hufflepuff of podcasting, Deanna Davenport. Deanna, how are you doing? I'm doing great. <laughs> how do you feel about being the Hufflepuff of podcast? No. Are you afraid of ghosts? <laughs> what about sheets with eyes cut out of them? What about regular sheets? I hope. You, have you seen that video? I hope I'm not the only one that's seen uh, that. The I'm seen, the Hufflepuff, I'm the Hufflepuff exactly video. Yes. I've seen it, but it's been a while. Okay, you should go. Watch, I watch it regularly, just to live in the moment. Stay caught up. But, oh. <laughs> see, we'll go ahead and jump into our first segment, um, which is what we've been playing, reading, watching, and listening to. Um, Deanna, why don't you go first, and you can you kind of have the biggest news anyway. So. I do, I, I guess. Um, well, I just exciting, got at least. Yeah, most exciting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah some finals. fun things happen. Um, so I was in Houston this weekend. I just got back last night. Um, I was at Comic Palooza. Uh, it's a, I guess for them, it's kind of a big convention. Um, but they for had them. some good guests. I don't, I don't know how to compare it. It's Those not as big people. as like Dallas. It is. It's Houston. not as big as Dallas, but it's <laughs> massive. Um, and it's not crazy like San Diego, but it was great. Um, my friends and I competed in the cosplay contest there as the Hogwarts house founders. And it's four girls, but two of us like dressed up as Godric and Salazar. I was really wondering so about they that. were like... <laughs> Yeah, they had, like, beards painted on their faces. <laughs> this is I, super I, disappointing, considering we just introduced you as the Hufflepuss of podcasting. You want to guess yeah. which person like she was? was? Gryffindor? Guess who I was. No, guess who she was. I was Hufflepuff, obviously. Oh, I thought you said both of you just did Godric. No, no, two of us. There's four of us friends, and two of us did those two, and the oh, other two were oh, Rowena okay. and Hufflepuff. <laughs> I opted to I, I, that's, not that's wear bad. a beard. Okay. I knew what I was doing for my intro. <laughs> no, I, I was just confused because with, by what she said. Sorry. Okay. I, I, I thought she j- had just said that she can't win as Godric. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no. The Gryffindor podcasting doesn't sound nearly as cool anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, the other girls pulled off being men very well. They did a really good job acting. <laughs> pulled off is a loose um, term. I saw the pictures. Yeah, <laughs> those beards um, are pretty. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, it was just makeup. We didn't have, yeah, that, we did the best we could with makeup. So they um, probably looked better with a beard than I did. Oh, I mean, <laughs> we can't all be like Cameron. Because I, I can't grow one. <laughs> now that we've uh, derailed anyway, your thing, <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'll. Um. Yeah, so we competed in the cosplay contest, and whenever uh, you enter a cosplay contest, you're judged on craftsmanship. So before you do the stage part, you actually go not only, yeah, 
you have to go in front of a panel of judges and they like judge you on how base like on how well you constructed your costume and what you did and you have to like prove that you made it yourself or that the group like helped each other make it and we entered as a skit so some people just enter their costume and then they do a presentation but we wanted to do a skit which was another category um and so we did that part and then the show is just like they just kind of have you walk out and show off your costume to some music. And then at the end, they had the skits. And our skit was it was almost like a PSA slash commercial <laughs> kind of for Hogwarts. And it was talking about how um, when a lot of people started getting on Pottermore and getting sorted into their different houses that... Um, there was some bullying for different houses, like, oh, you're in Slytherin, you're evil, or, oh, you're stupid because you're in Hufflepuff, or whatever. I mean, I'm a we can't all be, we can't I'm all be Ravenclaws. So. <laughs> um, yeah, so we kind of had, it's like, true. a thing that, yeah, like, the point of our skit was kind of, like, every house contributes, they're all important, they all have good qualities, like, bullying is wrong, but we kind of, <laughs> and then at the end, at the end, like, being the house founders, like each person said, like, oh, I figured out how to sort the students. I came up with the name Hogwarts. And like my character was like, I came up with the recipes for a lot of the, you know, the food that we eat at Hogwarts. And then Salazar Slytherin's like, and I made a chamber that, and I put a giant poisonous snake monster in it. And then everyone just looks at him like, Ever. And he's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> so it was really funny because we kind of had that um, like punchline in there. It's like, oh, we all did great things. And then this one shady character. <laughs> Possibly is murdering um, everyone. Yeah. And then um, I don't know if y'all have seen a very Potter musical. Have you? I have not. Okay. Everyone needs to go check that out. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll throw it up in the show notes slash I'll f- watch it and then put it in the show notes. It's hilarious. It's a fan-made musical, but there's like, they're, they kind of, it's like a satire kind of thing, but the uh, person who plays Dumbledore has an obsession with Zac Efron and like High School Musical. <laughs> and so at the end of our skit, we actually did like the choreography to we're all in this together from High School Musical and people died laughing. Like they thought it was <laughs> funny because it was it unexpected. It's like a really long skit. How long are these skits? Yeah, how long was this? It was like, it was like two and a half to three minutes. Man, y'all like, we took 10. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, um, but we just did it like a little short snippet of it, but everyone was caught off guard, and it was really funny because they all just started cheering when we started dancing. They're like, what? Why would they do that? Um, but it was great because every time a like founder was talking or like said, oh, I'm Godric Gryffindor, I'm Helga Hufflepuff, like everyone, you'd hear like different groups in the audience cheer. It's like, well, there are all the Gryffindors and there are all the Hufflepuffs, like and they're all freaking <laughs> out for like their own house. don't you like how they're all together? Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of like, fun. Hey, how because... that work? <laughs> yeah. Like, it was great because we, we were feeling the love. It's like, oh, all, I, all the Hufflepuffs cheered for me just then because, and that are in the audience. It was Did funny. Okay, I'll get to that. So, <laughs> that, so we did the show. It went great. It was a lot of fun. Then they were started announcing the winners, and they announced the skit category. And somebody got um, who she did like a Western Han Solo kind of costume. She got runner up, 
And then the first place for the skit category was this girl who did a like a ballet, like Jack Skellington kind of thing, and she did like a full dance routine, and it was really good. That and then, awesome. and then they announced best in show. <laughs> And my friend Carrie, who's kind of like the ringleader of our group, she leans over to her sister and she's like, we didn't get it. And then they announced like the Hogwarts founders and we all freaked out <laughs> and ran up on stage like, we, I can't believe we just won this because we practiced, like learned the choreography today. <laughs> like we just came up with this earlier today. Like we were literally, we record, finished recording the track that we were going to use for our skit the day before <laughs> and then we practiced the choreography that like earlier that day <laughs> i like it and That's we ended up winning the whole show yeah i was like we we're all like we didn't get it because we threw this together so last what you're minute. telling me is you are all hufflepuffs yeah <laughs> pretty like actually do? one of us yeah. is in ravenclaw and the rest of us are all in hufflepuff out of the group of four <laughs> so i've never gotten hufflepuff <laughs> who's the raven ravenclaw or gryffindor it's one of those two <laughs> I always get frustrated when I get Gryffindor because I'm like, no, I'm not Aww. a cliche. I'm not a cliche. <laughs> I'm not a cliche. <laughs> I'm a real person. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm special. I'm a Hufflepuff. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was exciting because um, we did not expect it at all because we're like, everyone else did a great job. Like, they all deserve to win like just as much as anybody. But we were just shocked that we... Not like we were like, oh, we didn't win this year. But then at the end, like they picked us to win the whole show. We're like, well, that's awesome. <laughs> so that it's was all really about exciting. Entertainment and fun. Yep. Yeah. So I yeah I laughs. think we probably had a good variety because like we all made our own costumes. So we probably got points for that. And we had choreography and like we made our own track that we like lip synced to. Um, cause we had a friend of ours who, um, do the male voices for the two male characters. So we had like lip sync to it, but it was really cool. <laughs> they should have just done like the, 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 the girl really low voice. <laughs> yeah. We tried that, but it's like, we wanted something a little bit more higher quality. Yes. Yes. A lip syncing. Yeah. <laughs> but the audience loved it. Like the Salazar Slytherin voice was really like kind of how oh, i can't like whenever he introduced himself he was like salazar slytherin like it was just really kind of uh suave <laughs> sounding and everyone went wild because like whoa <laughs> i'm gonna it murder all the kids oh. <laughs> <laughs> my pet's gonna all murder all of you <laughs> it was so I much fun and spoilers oh, and if you haven't the day, read the second book of harry potter but <laughs> yeah like it's, it's you your own it. fault at this point <laughs> yeah or you're um, too young, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was kind How of old funny. Is though. our audience? Yeah, that. Yeah, if you haven't read Harry Potter, do it now. Um. <laughs> All seven books, right now. Right it's now, summer, right, right now. now. It's on Audible. Yeah, if you don't minutes, want to go. read it, you can listen to it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Finish the podcast. But, um, yeah, then go read. It, it was funny though. And then <laughs> we were walking around the. Uh, uh, exhibit hall in our costumes and every and we had a game going where if we saw somebody wearing like Hufflepuff or Slytherin like t-shirts or something Did we would kind of like get their attention points? yeah and we'd give them like 10 points to Gryffindor we we had a contest going <laughs> <laughs> let's just see like who so, I think I think my house ended house up cup. winning 
I think mine did. There are a lot of Hufflepuffs at Hufflepuff Only because Dumbledore there, wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dumbledore wasn't there to make Gryffindor win. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was so much fun, though. We had a good time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds awesome. Did y'all yeah. get the video recorded of the skit? or? I think we did. We had a friend record it, but I haven't seen it uploaded yet, so I'm hoping that that'll go up soon. If not, I'm sure somebody from the convention recorded a lot of it, so... Maybe that should be viral. up soon. Yeah. If we get the, the Maybe audio Joke, before Maybe J.K. Rowling will find it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put it in the show notes, but if yeah. not, we'll get it out another I'll way. I'll try to, yeah, I'll definitely try to give y'all a link <laughs> if, I can, if there is one one day. <laughs> one day. One day. But yeah, so that, that was mostly Comic Blues. We did some general con stuff, but... The cosplay show just takes up so much of the time. That's pretty much what we did. And then we just walked around shopping. But it was a lot of fun. <laughs> shopping. Yeah. So what have y'all been up to? Yeah. Chris, why don't you go? What, how's your week been? <laughs> you For the audience, this pause is intentional. <laughs> <laughs> As y'all know, I had finals last week. Aww. Bleh. But I'm done. Did you cosplay That's for good. him? Kinda. What? Did you cosplay for him? Yes. <laughs> Every one of them. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would I you did? cosplay at a final? A Probably paper? One of the teachers. A professor. <laughs> <laughs> the Hogwarts house founders? There you go. <laughs> I feel like it's not that far of a stretch. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Did you get to do anything fun this week, <laughs> Chris? Bum. I did finally get to go see it. I finally went and saw uh, Beauty and the Beast. Which one? What? <laughs> There's more than one? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he saw the animated one. <laughs> There's an animated one? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, my gosh. It hurts me. It hurts me so much. <laughs> Why? <laughs> You agreed to be on this, Dana. No, the one with that super hot girl. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, um, uh, then when I finished finals on Thursday, uh, I got together with some friends. We played some Settlers of Catan and Pass the Buck, which is one of the games we bought at PAX. Mm-hmm. Um, I've decided to like, pass the buck better when you go outside of the limit of five player rules and you go like six or seven <laughs> i think the Three time that i've played it we played it with five yeah but it was one of those like it was kind of weird with um like that many because it just kind of kind of took a while to get back to you it but. takes forever to get back to you but you like it's so funny watching the interaction between people like mm-hmm. like using each other and trying to figure out yeah. apartments <laughs> just like so. i don't believe you but i'm not I'm not willing to call HR on you right now. So, <laughs> so for listeners that might not know, Pass the Buck is like a, a hidden roles bluffing game, but set in like corporate America. And so you're in like the soulless corporation and you're trying to not get work passed to you. And so you have to lie about what department you're in and then you can call HR on people if you think they're lying and stuff like that. And then so. as you get promoted, you get more department. You have to work for more departments and get more tasks that you have to yeah. complete and how many office space references come up when you play this game? <laughs> Not enough. Oh. Yeah, I don't remember. 
people's staplers getting stolen. Yes. <laughs> my friend Jason, when we played, um, he was he was like, this game's a little bit too real for me. And he was just like, I've done this progression. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is my life. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's great. So so I played that. Uh, as usual, what Settlers of Catan. My friend Nick won one. I won one. Very typical. Uh, Classic you and Nick. Our poor other friends that play with us. <laughs> um, I watched one of the Netflix, new Netflix movies called Mindhorn. It's so ridiculous. It's a... <laughs> I wish that this was video so people could see your expression. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> um, so it's about a old like 70s slash 80s tv star he played one of those uh detective like a, a de- i don't know a detective with a bionic eye that could sense the truth or something like that <laughs> what know. oh so, yeah okay obviously. years later no one cares about him oh. <laughs> and he's a struggling actor essentially but there's some crimes that are ha- that happened revolving I don't know. So he gets called in <laughs> because someone will only speak the mind horn, the detective. It it gets so bad. So think of like Anchorman. Okay. <laughs> like that kind of humor. And then make it British. Oh. And then <laughs> kind of just transition transition the theme a little bit. I feel like those And that's that's mind horn. That's so I, random. <laughs> I kinda wanna watch this just to see how bad it is. Like, it's entertaining, kinda. 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 <laughs> I don't know. It's definitely not for everyone. I definitely. You're not doing a very good job thing. selling it. I, I mean, my favorite my goal is like, he has no clue what it is. My goal. Like, he saw this movie, but he has no clue what happened. <laughs> he still doesn't know. <laughs> there might not even be a plot to this. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah. Oh Netflix! Uh, oh Netflix! Yeah, that's about it. I did play some Persona Four, more Persona Four. Brought to you. Wait, so we can we clarify which version of Beauty and the Beast you saw finally? Are, are, have you been worried about this the whole time? Yes. <laughs> I'm still super confused. What do you mean, which one? There's a live action and an animated one. Which one did you so see? So you guys weren't screwing me. There is an animated. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, so I, did find it. I saw the live action one. Okay. <laughs> I know they both exist. So you haven't seen the animated one? I have seen the animated one. Okay. I was like, we need to, we need to fix something immediately if you haven't. <laughs> oh, we are all good there. This is my favorite. <laughs> just so we can move on. I'm <laughs> okay. I just needed that cleared up for me and my soul. My favorite part would have been if that was never answered, and then like every the end of every segment, Deanna's just trying to get you to answer what which Beauty and the Beast you saw. Which one was? <laughs> she just like disconnects. Like I can't handle the pressure of this anymore. I'm just back here like in the fetal position, struggling. Like what? I need to know what happened. Let's see. For me, um, last week one of the things that we talked about was free comic book day. And so I had gone and grabbed a bunch of comic books and this week was really about reading them. And so 
Um, I haven't finished it yet, but a really big recommendation to Marvel 1602, which is basically all of the Marvel heroes are for some reason existing in 1602. Um, <laughs> and so like Nick Fury is like the queen's intelligence agent. Like Dr. Strange is the court physician. Um, but one of the things that I really like is there's a lot of like subtle references to who the characters are. So when you meet Black Widow, she's knitting a spider web. Like, <laughs> and so there's stuff like that. Um, Daredevil has some really good lines too. Um, like I said, I'm about halfway through. It's it's the the trade of it's really long, and so I'll do a um, I'll bring a longer talk about it tomorrow or not tomorrow next week. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Anymore. I don't know. But yeah. so you said so Nick Fury is working with the Queen. Yes. Is I'm just like envisioning Samuel L. Jackson hanging out with the Queen, and it's kind of amusing <laughs> in my mind right now. <laughs> I'm assuming it's White Nick Fury. No, I'm just it is White Nick Fury. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and so, um, I don't know how old it is. Like the the, it's not a new comic book series by any means, but mm-hmm. um, but it's really good. Well, like I said we'll talk more about it next week. Um, I played cool. some more Persona Five. I finished the fourth Palace, so now I'm in like that lull between palaces um where i just actually am going and leveling up all my social links and stuff like that um skid from the glass cannon podcast um which is like pathfinder um he he was doing a stream of civilization six which made me really want to play civilization and so at like 11 o'clock at night i I started a game of civ five um and mistakes were made because i played till five (laughs) in the morning that does not sound like a mistake cameron (laughs) Um, eh. <laughs> it was a ton of fun. I, I, I really like Civilization. I haven't played in a long time. I'm actually still working on the game um, or getting through that game. I've conquered my island, and so now I'm working on taking over the other one, building up for that. Nice. So, um, went to game night in Rhode Island. Um, we played Sushi Go, Codename Pictures. Um, Celestia, which is a new game that I hadn't played, which is like a press your luck steampunk airship game where you're flying to Skylands and um, getting treasure. So wait, and how does this associate, like, compare to S- Skylanders? Unrelated. They're <laughs> oh, just okay. both, they so. both have islands in the sky. <laughs> thus, Skylands. Obviously. <laughs> Sounds like they should and, be related. <laughs> Just confirming. Maybe just not. <laughs> Sorry. Just had to confirm. <laughs> and then we played a game called... Um, so Quart- how do you use oh. the fi- Skylander's figurines in this game? <laughs> I mean, you, could, you could put the Skylander figures on the airship. Do you have a lot of those? I do not. My little brother, Brayden, does, though. <laughs> who I beat 60 to 1 at Halo, as as discussed last week. I still love you, Brayden. Still get wrecked. <laughs> but we played a game oh. called... Um, Quarto, Q-U-A-R-T-O, which is like connect four meets set. And so like each piece has like four different or one of four, one of each of four characteristics. So like some pieces are tall, some pieces are round, some pieces have holes in the top, and then there's two different colors. And you basically have to connect four of them. Um, They have to match on any of those criteria. But you, one of the cool like, things of the game is that you pick the piece your opponent plays. Um, so you're trying to give them the piece that doesn't win the game for them <laughs> and then like pass back. And so it's a really, it was, I really liked that. It was really fun. 
Um, it's just a two-player abstract. It might be my coffee table abstract, Chris. Pick uh, one already. I don't have one yet. Until I get a coffee table abstract, I can keep changing which one I want to get. Just get them all. Okay. You get four and just rotate them, rotate them depending rotate on the season. Them. I like it. Um, and then the last thing for me... Um, Fuzzy Spartan, um, who's a streamer, um, he does a Bible study podcast. And as of this going up, um, I'm going to be on as a guest on that on Thursday. Um, the, the series is called Walk in Obedience. And so it's just going through and doing um, studies on the New Testament or on the Bible. So they're in, I think we're in Genesis 2 is where it's going to be. And so, um, <laughs> so if you want, we'll throw a link to that in the show notes. Um, and you can head over to that and have a listen. Cool. I think that's everything. <laughs> you think so? For maybe. As we're 30 minutes into our podcast. Hey, that was 30 minutes of fun into the podcast. That's true. Well, let's just jump right into it. Yeah. Then. Um, <laughs> the video games, games this um, week releases. The, the big release of this week um, is Injustice 2, which is the, no, it's the not. 2D. It's not? What the is one? It? No, the big one is Fire Emblem. What are you talking oh. about? Fire Emblem, <laughs> the remake of the original NES game, right? Echoes? Um, yeah. I don't remember what the original, because it's a remake, but I don't remember what the original one was on. Um, also, Echoes might be our silly description of the week. Um, I'm just now looking at which one, oh, what that said, but... Um, so Fire Emblem Echoes, it's the, a 2D strategy, or not 2D, it's a, like a pixely strategy, um, strategy game on the 3DS. Um, and then we got Injustice 2, um, which is the 2D DC superhero fighting game. And so you get to punch the things. Deanna yeah. Wonder Woman's <laughs> in the game. Oh, yay. <laughs> one of your That's people. Awesome. I'm so excited for her movie. <laughs> It's going to be Ooh, good. <laughs> I am so stoked for Wonder Woman. Me too. Yeah. I'm it looks so good. I believe Chris I'm Pratt's hesitantly excited. What? I heard that no, last week the on other, the podcast. It's the other Chris. <laughs> I know. Wait, 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 Chris no. Hemsworth? <laughs> Chris Evans. Chris Evans, got it. Okay. I knew oh, it was okay. one of them. <laughs> I was so happy that that was the joke on SNL. Uh <laughs> And it's so, Chris Pine. The other Chris, it's Chris Pine. Chris Pine. It's the other Chris. Um, There's Captain Kirk. The other, yeah, Captain. Oh. Captain Kirk. Our silly description of the week is Mayan death robots, which is because that new, makes um, sense. Yeah, exactly. I, it's the title <laughs> alone, and so there's a really good like announcer voice that we could read this in, but I don't think I can do that. So why not? Um, so here we go. Because I, I, I don't think I can. How do you know if you don't try? It's true. Somewhere in a good <laughs> So, Mayan death robots reinvents the artillery genre in a Mayan setting, invaded by alien killing machines. Pick a robot from the roster and enter the arena to destroy your opponent's power core. Aim your weapon before the timer runs out, and don't be distracted by the pretty scenery. When the robot, when the rockets start flying. You already need to plan your next move. Will you choose to move your robot to a better vantage point, or will you build defenses to keep your opponent from landing a killing blow? 
Wow. So that's Mayan. <laughs> Why are they Mayan? Death robots. Yeah. Why they gotta Is be Mayan? Like- why do they gotta be Mayan? <laughs> Does this explain why the Mayan calendar runs out at 2012? Because they're too they busy all fighting robots. They themselves up. Yes. Yes. Okay. But they're not well, even Mayan robots. They they're didn't get their alien robots. They're alien robots <laughs> in Mayan territory. Yeah. So the so the they're, the Mayans are too busy fighting the robots, so they quit right. making the calendars. <laughs> that must have been what happened. That has but to I, it makes so much sense. Like we're good through 2012. We're good. Let's just stop. <laughs> There's got, no way the robot aliens would have not blown us up before then. So, <laughs> but yeah, I like that it reinvents the Other artillery genre. Like, I okay. What's the artillery I genre? I like. I don't know. Yeah, what is like, that? I guess it's like like the tanks style games. Where I'm, you like, I'm assuming. But like, where you I like guess do the trajectory. Where you can move, and then they're trying to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Eh. I didn't know that genre needed a re- to be reinvented, but. Apparently, Mayan Death Robots does it. Good job, guys. <laughs> oh, and it's um, developed by Salini Studios. So if you want to go check that game out, you can let us know what you think of it. Um, we'll talk about that on the next podcast. I guess we should note that it comes out on Xbox One. I don't see any other mm. releases for it. So I don't have to worry about it for me. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Let's jump into the news. Um one of the big things that will have happened um, yesterday, as of when you um, heard this, is that we're getting the gameplay reveal of Destiny 2. Um, it's set to air at like 1 p.m. Eastern on Thursday. And so I bet there will be guns and aliens. I bet. <laughs> and possibly be... death robots, actually. <laughs> you know? <laughs> what if Mayan Death Robots is the prequel to Destiny? <laughs> I feel like they're trying really hard, Cameron. I feel like Chris is looking at me very disapprovingly, and that's what made it worth it. <laughs> so um, that'll happen. Another thing, we got a trailer for a trailer, which are always my favorite, of Lego Marvel Super Heroes 2. Um, the actual trailer is going to come out on May 23rd. Um, the last Lego Marvel superhero, um, superheroes, I think was considered a good game. I didn't play it, but it has Legos and Marvel. How bad could it be? We don't want that DC superhero game with Legos. I mean, all of the Lego games I've played have been hey, great. Lego so Batman? They're always great fun. They are. They're, I've never really played really Lego games. I still have yeah, a Lego silly. Batman 2 or something, whatever it is, mm. in shrink wrap because it came mm. with, my, with my PlayStation and I never opened it. They're fun. They're good, like, little party <laughs> games. Yeah. Chill games. Yeah. It's for I don't play video games with other people. <laughs> I, I was hoping you were saying I don't play video <laughs> games for fun. Like, <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say. Um, let's see. We also got some it. rumors that the PlayStation Vita 2 was going to be announced at E3 um, and that it would basically be a portable PS4 with 720p and a direct competitor to the Nintendo Switch. So the rumors are essentially what we've been wanting out of the Vita. Yeah. But in a new form. Right. And it's all rumors. Right. (laughs) So we'll find out soon um, if it's going to happen since E3 is only about a month away at this point. Yeah. 
In other extremely vague news, um, in Sega's business plan for 2012, they said that they're going to revive their major IPs. Whatever that means. <laughs> Possibly more Sonic games that I'm sure will not be awful. Oh, so that's we'll see about that. That's going to be what the Fantasy Stars, I'm assuming. Um... Yeah, there's not like in the category on their thing that they list Total War, um, Yakuza, Song of I mean, Life, for you, that's Football gonna be Manager, Persona. Persona's a Sega Persona. Game. Yeah, and I'm hyped for Persona Six, but it's also like. Ten years At away. least two years away. Um, but we'll see. They've got. Yeah. Uh, uh. Maybe they have a plan. <laughs> Who knows? It's video games. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> I would then... just want Nintendo and Capcom to bring back Mega Man. That's all I want. You mean you didn't like that one? I can't now remember the name of that was kickstarted. Because it wasn't actually a Nintendo or Capcom game, right? <laughs> what was it called? Mighty Number no. Nine. Mighty Number no. Nine. Thank you. Um, and so let's see. The last bit of news is that um, sales numbers for um, this past week, Prey was number one in the UK. And so it's like a little like space game where you're like trapped in a pl- space station. There's aliens. You shoot them. Apparently, if you played it. Like, if you got it right when it came out and played on PC, there was a game-breaking bug that the whole game would just corrupt after you were, like, 30 hours in. Well, that's not good. Yeah, that seems... It happened to the guy (laughs) reviewing it for IGN. And so he lost, like, 30 hours of his review. So... Oh, my gosh. That's a thing. So that went into the review. Yeah. Um, But... Speaking like of imagining aliens, so many like people yeah. raging about that. <laughs> I was like, oh, all over, just people raging. Like, I want to like, see it happen on a live stream. That's what I want to see. Oh, that yeah. That would be pretty good. <laughs> but, but moving on to entertainment. Yeah. Speaking of aliens, we have the new alien movie, Covenant, coming out this week. If you have been following, the last alien movie we saw was uh, Prometheus? Prometheus, yep. It's like, it starts with a P. And I was going to be like, Progenitus? No, that's a, uh, that's a magic, <laughs> magic thing. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, we also have the, if you guys have kids, Diary of the Next Diary of the Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, I believe, is coming out this week as well. Um, I learned about it when I went to see Beauty and the Beast mm-hmm. this weekend. <laughs> yeah. The live action like, oh. one. The live action Beauty and the Beast. Again, Wait, there's a live action one? <laughs> Um, so as like a fun fact i've never seen an alien movie like what is why no why they look scary prometheus you've had so many years to do this not a horror it's a suspense it's not really i don't know the aliens always (laughs) creep me out it's it's like suspense sci-fi Dude, I thought E.T. was scarier than the the aliens and alien what i think we watched a different (laughs) E.T. (laughs) <laughs> He's got creepy eyes. <laughs> <laughs> that was really the problem. The, the movie's not scary. It's just those eyes that look. You know, in never your mind soul. the aliens just popping out of people's chests and yeah, they reproduce. Yeah. And, well, I E.T. Never, was too I said, believable. I was was the problem. Them. Alien, I didn't believe. I did. E.T. was like, IGN. "He's in their house." There's an IGN put up a um, timeline <laughs> of all of the alien movies. 
mm-hmm. and like how they all like connect to each other. So if you want to see it, you can go see that. We'll throw it up in the show notes. Uh, Do they see, include and, Alien versus Predator? Because I don't know that I would. I think they just <laughs> did the actual bing, Alien bing. movies. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you got to include I think Predators that, too, though. I think for the sake of this video, they did not. They're canon. But I don't know. I don't know anything <laughs> about the franchise, so I can't say anything. Let's see. For news, Alien versus out, Predators made me sad. Yeah. We found out that um, the Edge of Tomorrow movie is getting a sequel. Um, did either of y'all see that Edge of Tomorrow? Yes. Yep. With Tom I saw Cruise. it too. Yeah, it was surprisingly good. It was decent. Is it? So what got me about that was uh, they called it Edge of Tomorrow, right? When, yeah. Like every trailer you saw with it never really said Edge of Tomorrow. It always just said Live Die Repeat. So I always yeah. assumed that's what they were gonna call it. And then, oh, by the way, it's not called Live, Die, Repeat. It's Edge of Tomorrow. But the sequel. But it, it is, no, no. But it is. It released on DVD as Live, Die, Repeat because of that confusion. Yes. You cannot buy a DVD of Edge of Tomorrow. They changed so, the name between the theatrical release and the DVD release. Then the sequel is Live, Die, Repeat, and Repeat. What? So creative. So creative. Really, guys. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> really? Maybe this is really. why I haven't seen it, because I don't because they couldn't figure out the titles. Yes. Um, if it, it was a really good action sci-fi movie. with I think it was aliens invading, and then they're super smart, and um, basically because there's some of the aliens that are able to like time travel backwards, and so they're able to bring back extra intel. And then somehow Tom Cruise gets this ability. And then so he starts doing it and trying to help the humans defeat the aliens. And so it's a it's, it's pretty good. Like I said, it was, it was an enjoyable movie. Um, I don't know if it warranted a sequel. But <laughs> always, I guess I guess people just, like money. So it is Tom Cruise. I mean, it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming we'll see another Mummy movie after this most, this newest one coming out because yeah. of Tom Cruise. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. Fox My has favorite also... Tom Cruise movie. Oh, sorry. My favorite Tom Cruise movie is Legend. Just want to put that out there. If you haven't seen it, check it, check it out. It's very amusing. It's eh. <laughs> is it about him being a legend? No, but there's like unicorns and magic and he's like a forest like dwelling person that is not where i expected <laughs> that to go <laughs> it, it came out it came out in the in the 80s but i've never just seen on tom this. cruise i'm like <laughs> you should watch it <laughs> i'm really scared like you're just so giddy about it like it's so it's I'm just pretty excited really funny it's tom cruise yeah like Maybe if you I google legend this. like i have seen this yeah i'm curious <laughs> Yeah. yeah the, the big guy the yeah yeah and tim curry's like the villain he's like a giant yeah i've 100 not thing. seen this but this movie looks amazingly awful like every oh, geek man. should should watch it because it's so <laughs> crazy <laughs> and it's amazing <laughs> it's a great fantasy film <laughs> is it though great not being but it's just amusing to watch Tom Cruise in this environment. It's pretty amusing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyway, sorry for that tangent, but I just had to bring it up. (laughs) (laughs) That is quite all right. Let's see. Fox um, also has ordered a 10 episode, um, 10 episodes for the first season of a Deadpool TV show, which is supposed to debut next year in 2018. So if you didn't get enough Deadpool from the movie um, or the sequel to the movie. I definitely prefer just another movie. But yeah, I'm curious if they're gonna get as long as it's Ryan Reynolds on here. Because I know the movie is gonna be Ryan Reynolds, but I'm curious if the TV show will. I don't know. Hmm. I I feel like he might be too big of a name, but he's also like Deadpool. Like getting Deadpool on the screen is kind of his baby, and so yeah. I'm wondering if they're doing that to compete with like the Marvel TV shows that are really great right now. Like, because Defenders is coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. And so, screw you. It's a thing. <laughs> um, I don't want it. I don't want it. <laughs> Bring me my next, then give just, me my next movie. No. Then just don't watch it, Chris. No, um. because you're going to try something weird with it. And not okay. I'm not okay. Aww. Um, let's see. There's a a commercial that was released this week um, by Heineken, the beer company, um, that had a really good message, which seems kind of weird to say. They basically put two people that have a very a differing viewpoint on a major issue, um, and had them like complete a task together, and then showed them their interviews. So like one of them is a guy that's um, very like anti transgender. And then he goes through this whole thing and then finds out that the person that he's with is a transgender woman. Um, Fascinating. And it kind of gets revealed when they play the clips of them. Um, and so they go and they basically build a bar together. Um, but it has kind of a good message on, like, how we can stand, you can stand by something until you meet somebody that kind of crushes your stereotype. And so... Like you like so some so, oh, so somebody like challenges your worldview basically, and so I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that's really interesting coming from that company. Like mm-hmm. why from that? Company? That's cool. I, I mean, it's still it's better than that whole Pepsi snafu. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen? Um, I think we've talked about this. Uh, um, have Have y'all both seen the um, SNL clip about that? Of the guy like I'm directing probably. the Pepsi commercial. And I it's think the, like, so, yeah. So he finally realizes it's a bad idea and he calls, starts calling people and like, oh, wait, that is a bad idea? Are you sure? It's too late. And just him like, basically the phone getting passed around yeah. um, as he's trying to find out. We'll throw in the show notes. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> and then um, Mayim Bialik? Eh? I don't know how to say B-A, um, B-I-A-L-I-K? Maybe? She's one of the people... She played from the Big TV's Bang Blossom, Theory. and she was also yeah. She's one of the main characters now in Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was on Stephen Colbert again, and she kind of gets into the difference between a nerd and a geek. Um, mm-hmm. And so, it was cool. I liked it. We'll throw the link to it. There's not. It's not really a ton. What is the difference? There. Well, yeah, according to her. The- um, the difference comes down a lot more to like nerds being much more interested in science, um, like science or engineering or 
things like that. Whereas geeky is much more interested in um, like sci-fi versus. Yeah. Like uh, nerds are more like academic enthusiasts and geeks are more like pop culture enthusiasts. Yeah. I think one of the things she says is that. I think what she said was that geeks are alone together. Yes. And nerds, and nerds are just are alone. Just alone. <laughs> yes. Aww. I think that is what she said. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It was, it was, oh, man. <laughs> but sorry. The great thing about a fandom yeah. is that nobody can sit in the uh, insane asylum by themselves. Right. Have y'all seen that? <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't. It's true. It's, a, it's just like a meme or something. It's like the great thing about fandoms means... Like, nobody has to sit in the insane asylum alone. Because <laughs> we're all crazy together. <laughs> uh, that's the One dream. thing me and my friends always talk about, where we're like, what will retirement homes look like when we're older? Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be a land giant party. computer lab and one giant land party. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> when can I retire? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like, I've Do I have enough ready. money to it's retire like, now? I'll be I'm ready. my kids to put me in a retirement home. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> Did you test your internet you know, last? Yeah, yeah. How how quick is your internet? That's that's gonna be like on the thing. What kind of internet do they have? Like, it's like not what kind of nurses do you have or medical staff? What kind of no. internet connection do you have? I could care less. I feel like it's a very millennial thing to be worried about. Like the generations before us are like, are they gonna treat my grandparents right? It's like, dude, I just want my grandparents to have the quickest internet they can. <laughs> like. They got some noobs to pwn in Call of Duty 20. Like, they don't need lag getting in the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, what's your awesome. ping like? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pings are we seeing? <laughs> oh, man. Um, moving Let's on. See, we also had uh, in terms uh, of one more box office. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we're not. I, I, truth be told, I haven't seen any movies I'm excited for, um, for summer. Yes. Yeah. I'm probably going to yeah, see it. are saying this might be Tuesdays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Analysts are saying it might be the worst summer in a decade. Um, when it comes to it's a like, lot of movie sequels. Re- yeah. They're saying lots of sequels, a lot of franchises that people are just kind of burned out on. Um, it's kind mm-hmm. of the general consensus. Like there's the new Pirates of the Caribbean. There's a new Transformers. There's, that Pirates There's of the Caribbean is never going to see movie theaters. Why? Why because it doesn't exist. <laughs> it's not a real movie. Uh, the just new Pirates of the Caribbean so isn't real. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. I don't care how many trailers you have seen in theaters or whatever, but... <laughs> until it's out, it's not real. <laughs> until it's out, it does not exist. Trailers yeah. from this new Pirates of the Caribbean movie have been going out around for how long? It's like four years, something like that. Three years. Yeah, like ridiculous amounts of time, and it has. And we haven't seen anything. The trailers aren't even new. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the new Transformers are basically Optimus becomes like basically a Decepticon and wants to like take over the planet. So is Michael here, Bay doing that one? I believe so. I think you want to know how to make a Transformers movie. This is how you make, make a Transformers it stop. movie. Have you things can transform. Pick a random point in history. I don't know how they transform. You pick a random point in history. Then it turns out that Transformers have visited Earth during that period of time. Yep. <laughs> and you make some movie about it, about how it's affecting that's, us now. 
literally just, the plot. Like, That's like every one, Doctor Who episode. <laughs> yeah, for your yeah, next every one, you Doctor Who pick, episode. You go a little farther back, you know. So we start off with like the moon landing, you know. Yeah, apparently, mm-hmm. we found something up there. Um, then we went back. That to was the dark Doctor side. Who we as can't well. see it. <laughs> right, right. Then we like we we also know apparently we had World War or like uh, the big uh, major jet that they had during. Like apparently they were there. That's actually a transformer, guys. Um, <laughs> and we just gradually keep going back. So now we're like way back in like medieval times. Yeah, there's night transformers. Like night K- transformers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and actually, even before that, before that, we went. We were even farther back. We were primordial <laughs> transformers. We had dinosaur transformers. Mm-hmm. So just pick a <laughs> random point in time. <laughs> be like, yeah, sure. Let, we can we can make that work. We can make some like take a conspiracy theory of that time and like turn it into a Transformer movie. Done. Yep. <laughs> and you just blow stuff like, up. Literally, that is like all of Doctor Who. <laughs> That's literally what happens. <laughs> what if Michael Bay is just a Doctor Who fan and he's just ripping he's off? Copying what if, them. What if Michael Bay is the Doctor? I, I hope not. <laughs> so I have not seen enough Doctor Who to refute that. Please so. no. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, Chris, why don't you uh, no. bring us into anime? So moving on into anime. This week's anime is what did I pick? The, the Royal, Royal Tutor. <laughs> um, the Royal Tutor is about a royal tutor, guys. Um, Whoa! So crazy. <laughs> He is hired by the royal like family. Like a teacher. To, yeah. Not not to, like a tutor, like the Tudor family. So the four princes continually chase off tutors. <laughs> it's very much like a Mary Poppins kind of situation. <laughs> <We're at> a, <laughs> constantly I'm Mary being Poppins, chased Jill. off. This guy finally comes in. Uh, has to, <laughs> you know, get to, gets to know each of the individual princes. Uh, they each have their own personalities. One super smart, genius level. Uh <laughs> One likes to sneak off and work and meet girls. Very <laughs> um, just like Mary Poppins. One, one <laughs> looks like the brute, but it turns out to, like has really sharp eyes, so everyone thinks he glares at them. Um, but turns out to be really sweet. The other is super athletic, but very dumb when it comes to studying. <laughs> Scores a one on one of his tests, but. Um, so it revolves around their interactions with each other, as well as dealing with the prospect of being royalty. And I don't know, it's it's pretty entertaining. Um, deals a lot with like their ignorance as well, like when they go out in the town and stuff, and like all the I don't know. How, one does not know how to buy stuff from a store. Or didn't that happen? Money. Like real life talk. I think that happened to the first <laughs> President Bush. Like. Um, I think it's like the scanning stuff at like supermarkets came out while he was president and he had, he had never shopped for groceries while he was president. And so like he went to a grocery store and had no clue what was going on. (laughs) I think that's real. Someone can correct me. I'm definitely not going to go look it up. So somebody can correct me and we'll talk about it in a later show. Um, but I think that's correct. (laughs) But the road to, I've been, I've been enjoying it. Um, it's not the best of anime, uh, they definitely have to play off some typical cliches when dealing with like the idea of royalty and stuff, and and then obviously you have your cliche of the savior 
uh, tutor that's coming in that just is in, pretty much infallible. Like, like he one-ups them on everything they're supposedly good at and, and all these things. Um, but has definitely a good entertainment factor. Um, this week, we do get to see uh, Netflix uh, has a anime adaptation of Blom, which is a manga from, I want to say the 90s. I think it ran through 02, 95 to 02 or something like that. Um, this is one of the animes that has been claimed to not ha- be able to adapt because of uh, re- just its artistic choices are would be hard to animate, I guess. But we'll see that this week on the 19th. So as you, it should be out by the time you guys are listening to this. Um, yes, and it's spelled blame. But it's pronounced Blom. So you guys know. Is it not Blame? No. Okay. <laughs> I tried. No. no. <laughs> Shut your mouth. No. Oh, also, sorry, I, I missed this. Um, Master of None season two came out this week on Netflix. Which is Aziz and Zari's. Yeah, Aziz and Zari's sitcom yeah. comedy drama. So I yeah. meant to mention that and I forgot. But So that's all I've got for you guys in terms of anime. Tech, we've got some good, uh, got some news. Uh, so there's that big <laughs> ransomware attack affecting now 150. So, what where is ransomware? Ransomware is when hackers essentially gain access to your information, lock you out of that information, and expect companies to pay for to regain access. Um, our healthcare system is really vulnerable to this because they don't really update things. Um, but it's really cool. So it's classic just, I America. Throw it in there. I just want to. Th- no, this isn't even in America. This is in Europe. <laughs> right, right. Because it's in Europe right now. <laughs> right. But you said our healthcare. Well, most healthcare systems, just because uh, most healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Not very good at updating things or keeping things updated. Um, so just a heads up: get your computers updated, update all your antivirus and everything. Run some of those checks. I'm looking at you, Cameron. You don't know my life. <laughs> um, um, I don't need other news, your help. Netflix is also removing <laughs> compatibility with rooted Android devices. So if you are one of those people who have rooted your phones, you will no longer be able to watch Netflix on them. But Yay. what does that mean? <laughs> so rooted your phones. Yeah. So if you know jailbreaking uh, iPhone, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's mm-hmm. the equivalent of that. It's just what you would do to a droid instead. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, this week we will see, uh, by the time you're listening to this, uh, Google I.O. has happened, uh, which means we should know more about the f- their future in virtual reality and AR. We should have information on... Ooh, what is... Uh, hopefully... Like, obviously, this is all speculation. We'll see what actually happens at the event. Um, we should have some updates to their software suites. Um, what else? <laughs> uh, oh, we should see more about Android O. Uh, people are rumoring that O is for Oreo, but, that you know, there's trademark problems with that. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um. Just like Android N was not going to be Nutella, guys. I'm sorry. 
trademark. <laughs> That's why it was nougat. So some O dessert of some sort, I'm sure. Um, we should get more information on that. Uh, we should like snoozing notifications and stuff. Um, whatever. We we saw a little bit last year, but no, we should see maybe some rumors for hardware. But most hardware will not be announced till fall. I don't know. I'm excited, mostly because I hopefully we see some rumors for hardware and the new Pixel phone. Um, I don't know. I'm excited we, for you to tell me the stuff that's cool next week. Okay. Exactly. Like that's kind of my favorite part of us. You doing a tech segment is that like since you keep up with it and I don't, it's just like you just tell me the cool stuff and then I know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously I'll have more for you guys next week on that, like we just said. Um, um, so that's our tech segment. Let's move on. To Magic the Gathering to... and tabletop games. Um, the Pro Tour Amonkhet happened this weekend. Chris, did you get to watch any? No. I watched <laughs> I, a little I bit of the semis. I attention to standings and stuff, but mm-hmm. um, it was pretty exciting uh, to watch, like, see some of the decks that were at the beginning, um, such as uh, New Perspectives, Approach of the Second Sun combo deck. Um, unfortunately, we didn't see it make it to the top eight, so we'll see if we get any good additions of that moving on. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, we're seeing a lot of uh, Tamir uh, energy, power, whatever. Aetherworks. 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 Marvels. Yeah, that's right. Um, uh, we did see some mono black zombies uh, for Including the win. the winner, Jerry Thompson. Yeah. So uh, shout out to him. Else? I think that was his first pro tour, or one of his first top eights at a pro tour. So I could be wrong there though. But uh, as of us recording, Wizards has not put that the actual videos on their website on their YouTube yet. So if those are up by the time we do show notes, we'll throw those in the in the in the show notes. If not, you, you'll have to wait because right. Wizards is slow. Uh, something <laughs> cool that came out, um, Paulo Vitor. Uh, who's another one of the um, pros, um, put up a video on why Team Channel Fireball Ice didn't do well. Um, And so it's just kind of cool to see how upfront and I don't know if blunt's the right word, but like how honest he is of like where their struggles came from. And so I was going to give them a shout out for that. (laughs) Then in in board games, we got an article um, on a company called Panda Games Manufacturing. And so um, it's basically how you get a board, uh, a board game produced. And so like um, Panda Games, they don't actually design games, but they like print and make the actual physical components of games. Right, they're so a manufacturer. Yeah, and so they've done um, Ultimate Werewolf, Mechs and Minions, Pandemic, Scythe, Islebound, um, and a lot more. And so like there's some really cool games. And so it's a good article. We'll throw it up in the show notes. It kind of goes into that side of getting something made that we don't often see about or see talked about that'll be cool makes sense and also has cool pictures which we also like so so, for instance panda game manufacturing would be who adam would go to when they're ready to print their game right assuming since you guys assuming you guys listen to that i recommend going back listening to our interview with adam from phoenix covenant Mm -hmm. good stuff there yeah yeah so yeah, so this is where, like, so. if they wanted to do an even more large-scale production, they would probably go to this a company like this, at least. So, um, 
And let's see, we actually have a We Are Stupid for the first time in a while. Uh, <laughs> and so Ian um, messaged us through our PlayStation community to let us know that in episode 20, we confused Battlefield 1 and Battlefront 1. Battlefield being the World Shame. War One shooter. Battlefront being the Star Wars game. Um, he also gave the, the caveat of one has lasers. <laughs> Are they yeah. both ones where you shoot people? <laughs> yes. What's the difference? One's in <laughs> third person. My it hurts me again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, yeah, of course, Sorry, we probably shouldn't have messed that up. But jokes. they also, of course, <laughs> shouldn't have been the same company that produced games with extremely similar names. Um, True. But. Um, which is something that Ian points out too. That part of it. You is mean just extremely like similar games as the ones where you shoot people. <laughs> and there's a yeah, war. I mean, and there's we a can battle. do that with every genre, <laughs> but <laughs> not as much as with first-person shooters. Let's face it. Like, <laughs> it's like only with first-person shooters can you make. The... Oh, is that the one where you shoot stuff? <laughs> I mean, you can do like that, uh, like Final that Fantasy. Is, like the is that the one game. with the turn-based? <laughs> Up until recently, that had been true. But. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't work. <laughs> what about Dragon Quest? Mostly turn-based, yeah. But yeah, it's so also doesn't, down. That the entire game isn't in combat, so it mean, doesn't yeah. boil down. Doesn't boil down the entire game into one phrase. Is my point. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. You, I mean, you're 100% correct with first-person shooters. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not disagreeing with you there. But <laughs> just like I just think if you shooters. zoomed out on most games, you could do that joke for most genres. So. I don't know. But, I don't think you could. Because like, even like within the strategy game market, like you have different forms of the strategy game. Like It's not all... <laughs> Is that the one where you tilely move? It's like, no, it's actually not. It's the one where you... <laughs> Like, Valkyria Chronicles is a strategy third-person shooter game. Yeah. Still falls under the strategy market, but it's not the same as, let's say, Final Fantasy Tactics or, or, um, Fire Emblem. <laughs> Sorry. But, 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 right. but for games like Final Fantasy Tactics and Fire Emblem, you could make that same joke. I mean, and likewise, it works for like. Um... But that's also like, it's such a small niche. Also, it's like there's literally three games that are like that, whereas COD, Battlefield, <laughs> Battlefront. Yeah, just think about <laughs> think about it for a second. Um, we had to read the notes to make sure we say the right names because they're so. Halos confusing. in terms of their recent years, uh, <laughs> like it can, in essence, like what they turn into is a map with the same like essentially like your idea of your background behind your war is different but gameplay wise it's essentially the same thing mm. yeah we also breaking news <laughs> just got another we are stupid um or maybe more of a clarification than a we are, a we are stupid linus just um replied to us on um twitter and said the t- the 2ds may look a little silly but the thing is super comfortable to hold the l and r buttons are super nice too our, our 2DS conversation last week. <laughs> there you go. So, um, and I think that's the episode <laughs> that we have for this week. 
I don't think there's yeah, anything yeah. else that we missed. Um, so as always, you can find us on Twitter um, at um, one geek four one one. You can find us on our PlayStation community with that same name. You can email us at first geek one st geek four one one at gmail dot com. You can rate us on Stitcher and iTunes, and then other, there is also Google Play that you can listen to. Um, you can find Deanna on Facebook at Princess Deanna Cosplay or on Twitter at at Deanna Davenport, then the number one. Um, Chris yeah. is at not so number four in. E I G N. <laughs> yep. And then I am at Humar Whistle. So. Which, if you can't yeah, spell good... that, look it up on our, <laughs> our website, yeah. 1G411.com. <laughs> That's right. Um, hopefully with summer, Chris, you'll be starting doing some streaming again. So we'll hopefully have some some news about yeah, that I should in the coming be, weeks. I'll have more information, but I should start streaming next Sunday and Mondays. Hmm. More dates to be added, depending. Sounds As for what? Me. I don't know. Let me know. <laughs> there might not even be a video of the game. But <laughs> it's literally just going to be sitting <laughs> at my desk. <laughs> I wish I would have been there for that. Well, Chris, Deanna, thank y'all for stopping by. Yep, no problem. I love you.